0: Hello, and happy holidays! Just a quick note here that we will not be putting out an episode of The Library of Lost Time next week. We hope that you and your families have a great time, and we will talk to you on the 30th.
1: Coming up, a novel about when family traditions turn deadly.
0: Two books that celebrate the unusual.
1: Plus, our distraction of the week. I'm Mel.
0: I'm Dave. This is The Library of Lost Time.
1: This week, I have a recommendation for a thriller that's perfect for the holiday season, if you like your holidays with dangerous intrigue.
0: Sure, who doesn't?
1: This story includes ice skating in Rockefeller Center, a super awkward family Thanksgiving, a Krampus-Knocked party, and an unforgettable Christmas. It's called The Family Game, and it's by Katherine Stedman. The story revolves around Harriet, known as Harry to her friends. She's a best-selling author of thrillers. And there are hints that she has kind of a shady background in England. But now she's in New York City. She's engaged to Edward, the oldest son of the prestigious Holbeck family. The Holbecks are like American royalty. They're old money, very sophisticated and glamorous, committed to tradition. And as it turns out, they're also kind of mean and scary. Hmm. They like playing dangerous games. Okay. At Harry's first meeting with her father-in-law-to-be, he slips her a cassette tape that he says contains a book he's been working on. When she listens to the tape, she's drawn into a deadly mystery, while trying to keep her fiancé happy and be a good sport about his family's Christmas traditions.
0: So she's about to marry into a family where murder is a possibility.
1: It looks that way.
0: Would that make you rethink your, your commitment?
1: I'm listening to the audiobook. I have four hours to go. It remains to be seen what happens. <laughs> <laughs> this book was written by Catherine Steadman. Yeah. She's also an actress. Fans of Downton Abbey would know her as Mary's romantic rival, Mabel Lane Fox. Right. She was also nominated for a Laurence Olivier Award for her work on the stage in London's West End.
0: Mm, good for her.
1: Yeah. So let's unpack that. Okay. She's on Downton Abbey. Yeah. She's nominated for an award. Right. She's very pretty. Yeah. And she's written some really successful thrillers. Good to be Catherine Steadman.
0: <laughs> it sounds like it's good to be Catherine Steadman. I hope Steadman. it's good to be
1: Catherine Steadman. This book is great. <laughs> so all of that acting stuff matters because she narrates the audiobook And it is fantastic.
0: Oh, that's fun.
1: I keep looking for busy work that I can do that will allow me to put my headphones on because I want to be listening to it all the time. Yeah. The story is written in the first person. And the voice that she gives to our heroine, Harry, is super velvety. I love listening to her. So, you should definitely consider this audiobook for when you're wrapping presents or going on a holiday road trip, if you like your holidays to be a little bit murdery. It's The Family Game by Catherine Stedman.
0: I suspect that if you listen to us, you are also familiar with Atlas Obscura.
1: Oh, I love Atlas Obscura. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But just in case you're not, Atlas Obscura started as a site about unusual travel. You can go to the site and type in, say, Los Angeles, and it will tell you about quirky stores, cemeteries, an abandoned zoo, a speakeasy, a library of rare cult books, and a whole bunch of other quirky places in and around LA. There are usually plenty of photos and maps, so you get an idea of what you're getting into. And it's not for everybody, but for the people it's for, it is catnip.
1: Atlas Obscura is how we discovered that really cool clock museum in Vienna. Yes. So every time I think about Atlas Obscura, I have a little warm feeling in my heart for them because I loved that clock museum.
0: Yeah. I always take a look at Atlas Obscura whenever we're going anywhere, because otherwise we might miss a rare library or some unusual architecture or quirky museum. And then where would we be?
1: Sit in our hotel room like losers.
0: Exactly. Since they launched, Atlas Obscura has gotten into the tourism business. They have package tours that we plan to do someday, and they release some books, which finally brings me around to the title I wanted to talk about. It's called The Explorer's Library, Books That Inspire Wonder. This is two hardcover books in a single slipcase. One of the books is perhaps confusingly, titled Atlas Obscura, the second edition. It's a beautiful magazine-quality book full of unusual places to visit. The second book is Gastro Obscura, which is a book about unusual foods from around the world. These are books that have been published before, but now they're in a very pretty slipcase.
1: Perfect for the holidays. Yeah. I should also mention that I bought my dad Gastro Obscura for his birthday this year, and he loved it. It's one of those books you can just pick up and read little snippets and put it down, filled with photographs, lots of things you want to eat, lots of things you would think, hmm, I don't know if I want to eat that, but it's interesting.
0: Yeah. The Atlas Obscura book is the same way. It's very browsable, very, very web-like, very chunky.
1: It reminds me a little bit of being in third grade and picking up an encyclopedia off of the shelf in the library and just flipping through and reading the little articles.
0: So together, these these two books are more than 900 pages of adventure ideas.
1: Fantastic. Yeah.
0: I should mention that it might be cheaper to buy these two books separately because they've been out for a little bit. But maybe you're like me and you're fond of slipcases. I will leave that decision to you. That is The Explorer's Library, Books That Inspire Wonder from Atlas Obscura. And now, our distraction of the week.
1: I recently discovered a new-to-me book club, and a new-to-me newsletter about books that you all need to know about. You might know that a few weeks ago, I contributed an essay to the Notes from Three Pines newsletter. That's a collaborative newsletter devoted to the Inspector Gamache mystery novels by Louise Penny. One of the other guest writers was Jeremy Anderberg. His essay was about how reading Still Life, the first Inspector Gamache novel, pulled him out of a reading slump. I loved how he described the book and why it appealed to him. And I want to read you just a little snippet of what he wrote. Okay. Armand Gamache is not just another literary detective. He's a person. Jean-Guy Beauvoir is not just another underling. He's a guy at work you might be friends with, or not. Clara Morrow isn't just a two-dimensional townsperson. She's my neighbor. And in a world of increasing polarization and increasing immersion into a virtual existence, we could all use a bit more humanity. That's nice. Yeah. So I hit reply and I started an email conversation with Jeremy and that's when I learned about his other work and now I'm going to tell you all about it. Okay. First, there's his free weekly newsletter called Read More Books. It comes out on Fridays and it includes well-written reviews of whatever he happens to be reading. The thing that I like about it is that he goes beyond the plot, which he does, you know, he gives you a little summary of what the book is about. Sure. But he goes beyond that to get to the heart of what it's really about. And he shares his feelings about the reading experience, so it's both informative and personal. Even when he writes about a book that sounds like it's not for me, I enjoy reading his words. He also has a newsletter called The Big Read. That one is a group reading project and book club, and the way it started is really cool. In 2021, he wanted to read Leo Tolstoy's War and Peace. Okay. That thing is a doorstopper. (laughs) It is. Depending on which edition you get, it's around 1,300 pages. Right. But it's broken up into 360 short chapters. So Jeremy's idea was to read one chapter per day for the year and discuss it with a group. That book club was so successful, he repeated it again in 2022. With the same book? Same book. He took another group of people through War and Peace. Okay. When I asked Jeremy what the best part of the book club is for him, He said that it's hearing other people's ideas on the classics. Yeah. That when you bring in other people's opinions, it expands not only your perspective of the book, but your entire worldview.
0: That was my experience, too. A good book club will bring a level of illumination to the work that you can't get to on your own, just because different people are bringing in different perspectives. I have changed my opinions about books that I have read based on having... Great conversations with other people about the same work.
1: For 2023, Jeremy's moving beyond War and Peace. Next year, he's going to guide the members of the big read through five other hefty classics. Whoa. It's a pretty good list of books, too. It includes Lonesome Dove by Larry McMurtry, A Tree Grows in Brooklyn by Betty Smith, The Count of Monte Cristo by Alexandre Dumas, and two more. I asked him what he does for The Reading Club. Yep. Yep. First, he provides a reading plan to help people get through the long books. And he sends out weekly recaps that have background information and context for the reading. There's also a place for group discussions and interviews with bookish experts. I gotta say, I'm very tempted to join. Even though, I don't know how I would wedge it in among my strong sense of place reading. Right. (laughs) I love the idea of tackling classics with other people, and I've only read one of the five books he's going to do. Yeah. When I told Jeremy that I was going to talk about him today, he gave us a discount for Strong Sense of Place listeners who want to join the big read. I know, isn't that cool? I was was not expecting that. I just told him that I loved what he was doing and I was going to talk about it. Word nerds really are the best people. (laughs) Visit strongsenseofplace.com slash library for more details about the books we discussed and for Jeremy's big read, including the link for the discount. Also... Send me email and answer the question, should I join the big read?
0: (laughs) Thanks for joining us in the Library of Lost Time. Remember to visit your local library and your independent bookstore to lose some time yourself.
1: Stay curious. We'll talk to you soon.